everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Scales and Tales, where all Wings of Fire and Warriors fans can settle their differences and come together as one. I'm your host, Juniper Hart, and in this episode, I will be reading my Warrior Cats fanfiction, A Secret Hidden in the Field. Today, I'll be reading the prelogue, the prologue, and chapter one. So, a little bit of background information before we get started. Pippet Kit, the main character, is a dark gray Tom Kit with even darker splotches and amber eyes. He has three siblings, Duck Kit, Goose Kit, and Wispy Kit. His mother, Ivy Whisker, is a white chic hat with dark brown tabby splotches and blue eyes. Her design was kind of inspired by Ivy Pool and Bramble Star. Also, Pippet Kit has a father, Thrustbite, who doesn't really come into play during the story, but leaves an impact on him. By the way, Pippet Kit lives in a clan I made called Briar Clan, who lives across the river from their rival, Bl- Brook Clan. They used to be one, but during a battle between territory, they split up. After wanting to reunite, or at least keep the clans at peace, Pippet Kit strays out of camp and finds a field where Star Clan spirits come to meet. Soon after, he faces challenges and has to keep it a secret before either Granite Star, the leader of Brook Clan, or Flash Star, the leader of Briar Clan, fi- finds out. Now, let's get into this episode. Prelog. And yes, that's a thing. On a crisp morning with no clouds showing in the sky, a Brook Clan apprentice, Pepperpaw, was wishing that this battle would never happen. Why couldn't the two clans by the river get along and be one again? They were happy before, but then the issue of prey and territory came along. All of Pepperpaw's kin had went to Briar Clan. That seemed like the wrong choice to her back then, but now she was regretting staying in Brook Clan. She wished she was with all her kin and her former denmates. It was too late, though. Here, in the shade of a wet oak tree, Pepperpaw's mentor was going over the attack on Briar Clan. Now, remember, Pepperpaw's mentor faced her. You are a Brook Clan cat. You fight for Brook Clan. That means no siding with your former Briar Clan denmates. The Briar Clan cats are enemy. Pepperpaw said nothing to her mentor, but she nodded. Do you remember our attack? She quizzed her apprentice. Yes, Pepperpaw answered confidently. We wait until dusk, then we secretly cross the Briar Clan side of the river and sneak into their camp. Then Brookstar will give us the signal to attack, and we, we c- c- kill the whole of Briar Clan. Her mouth stuttered on the last few words, and her brown and ginger splotched pelt shuddered at the thought. Excellent, her mentor smiled grimly. Now go stuff yourself with fresh kill. We need all the strength that we can get. And that was exactly what was happening on the Briar Clan side of the river. Nightpaw, a black tom with thin silver rings around his eyes and one around his tail tip, a Briar Clan cat, was sitting in the apprentice's den with dread and guilt. Nightpaw! His, mentor, his mentor's voice startled him. Moon thistle, Nightpaw exclaimed. I thought we had already gone over what would happen tonight. Yes, you are correct, his mentor rolled his eyes. But Briarstar wants us to quiz our apprentices to make sure they remember. Nightpaw, I want you to remind yourself that you are BriarClan. You are a BriarClan cat deep in your bones, which means you fight for BriarClan today. Not today, but always. Do you remember the counterattack for BrookClan's attack? Well, Nightpaw swallowed a huge bout of guilt in his throat. We wait in our dens, and when the signal is given by Briarstar, we drive the BrookClan cats out of our dens. Then we try to drive them into the center of camp so that our strongest warriors can attack them. Ah, I have trained you well, Nightpaw's mentor boasted. Get all the strength you can get. Eat as much prey as possible. Train with the other apprentices before Moon High. Soon, we will attack. One thing was the same on either side of the river. Apprentices, warriors, even the youngest of kits, were training for what would be the greatest battle of all time. 
Prologue. Many moons later, in the Elderstead, the story of the raging battle was being told for the countless time. And that's how Briar Clan survived the raging battle. Bramblepelt, an elder, spoke to a very young kit named Pippet Kit. Aren't we lucky, he smiled and laughed. Not really. It would be better if Brook Clan and Briar Clan were still one, Pippet Kit shrugged. Think of how many border disputes that would solve. He flicked his tail. But would you really want those mange pelts on our side of the river? Silver Briar, another elder, spoke up. And you should be proud to be a Briar Clan cat. Haven't the queens told you about what Brook Clan does with misbehaving cats? They drown them in the deepest parts of the river. I don't believe in the nursery stories they tell me, Pippet Kit muttered. You've still got Kit Fluff behind your ears, Crow Cloud chimed in. Someday you'll understand why we don't live with cats from other clans. Thanks, Star Clan, we don't. Sun Stripe's mate, Sunstripe, nodded in agreement. Maybe if I tried hard enough, I could reunite the clan somehow, Pippet Kit mused. Oh, I know, I know. I could secretly set up a meeting with Flashstar and Granite Star. Then they'll have to agree to join clans again. Like Crow Cloud said, Sunstripe continued. You can't. I'm sorry, Pippet Kit. Maybe Bramble Pelt got cut off. All right, it was just an idea. He drooped his head, but just a second later, it popped right back up with optimism. I could try to get the clans at peace again. Then we'll be happy and won't have battles anymore. Pippet Kit puffed his chest out and grinned. Now that's quite a little, a notable goal, you little troublemaker. Silver Briar giggled. Chapter 1. Pippet Kit yawned as his mother groomed him. He was tired, but really excited to experience history. Ever since the old leader of Briar Clan, Foxstar, had died in a border struggle between Brook Clan, Flashstar, the new leader, had just received his nine lives from Star Clan and was about to appoint the new deputy. Everyone, and I mean everyone, was gossiping about this like they were at a gathering. Pippet Kit's sister, Wispy Kit, leaned towards him and whispered, I bet it's going to be Cloudstripe. He's the most experienced war warrior that I've ever seen, and I heard he's had four apprentices. Four! Yeah, Pippet Kit yawned again. He lay down on the ground. I could care less about the who who the new deputy is going to be. He tried to cancel out the gossip of the rest of the Briar Clan cats, but was soon awoken out of his half-sleep by his mother, Ivy Whisker. Stay awake, Pippet Kit, Ivy Whisker hissed softly. I promise that you can go right back to sleep after Flashstar announces the new deputy. All right. Pippet Kit yawned once again and watched as Flashstar looked upon all the Briar Clan cats, waiting for them to quiet down. He quite admired the leader, his distinct eyes, his cream and gold tabby fur, and especially the scar winding up his muzzle. Those were all admirable traits. Cats of Briar Clan, Flashstar's yowl rang across the clearing. As you all know, we are left without a deputy. But right now, as Moon High is approaching, I shall appoint one. The new deputy will be Holly Whisker. Holly Whisker, an elegant gray she-cat with small white paws and tail tip, stepped forward and leapt up onto the tall stones. She flashed a smile to the clan and said, I vow to protect you all and give you your best lives as the deputy. Let's hope she means those words, Ivy Whisker growled under her breath. She caught Pippa Kit listening to her, but then started to join the rest in shouting in chorus of Holly Whisker's name. It's no surprise she's jealous of her, he thought blankly. Every one of Pippet Kit's siblings knew about the hatred-running rivalry, rivalry their mother had with her half-sister Holly Whisker. I, I never realized that Holly Whisker is so smug around my mother, he realized suddenly. She brags about her children already being warriors, her ability to catch adders, all that smugness. The noisy crowd of cats was still chanting the newly announced deputy's name. It made Pippet Kit overwhelmed, so he snuck away, careful that not a single soul noticed him. 
He crawled through a furze bush to get out of camp. There, he saw the stream running. It was peaceful, but still made him scared. He had heard the nursery stories of when Puddlefoot, one of Briar Clan's bravest warriors, was sucked into the river to save his daughter. He shuddered and tentatively reached out a paw to touch it. It was freezing indeed, but Pip Pippet Kit did not mind at all. In fact, he wanted to see what was on the other side of the stream. He took a small step, walking against the current. On the other side, he saw a field. Pippet Kit hopped out of the stream and ran over to it. Shaking the droplets out of his pelt, he saw a field of wispy willow branches and long, thin blades of grass. There were even a few sunflowers scattered across the field. He tasted the air. It didn't smell like the briar clan scents he was used to, or even brook clan's thick and marshy scent. It smelled delightful. He stepped on a passing beetle and giggled. Pippet Kit felt as if he was in Star Clan's territory. Suddenly, a misty spirit cat appeared in front of him. It began to take shape, and he recognized it as Puddlefoot. Pippet Kit gasped. Gasped. Was it really him, or had he actually dozed off in the clearing and was dreaming? Why, hello. Puddlefoot's voice was calm, and he sat down beside him. I see you are the first one in seasons to find our meeting place. M meeting place? Pippet Kit gasped. Am I in the presence of Star Clan? He bowed down to Puddlefoot, afraid what would happen next. One wrong paw step, and he could have a guaranteed spot in the dark forest. You are, Puddlefoot simply answered. But where am I? He mewed, tilting his head to one side. A place that I found many moons ago, when I was just a tiny apprentice, Puddlefoot answered, sitting down in the field next to Pippet Kit. I wanted to emancipate from the busyness of the clan, so I crossed the stream and found this, this beautiful place in the field. I called it my home. I never even told Dusong, my daughter, and my only living kin left. I tried to tell Melody Step when she was an apprentice, but I th but she thought I was a dark forest cat disguised as a Star Clan member. How clever she is! Melody Step? Pippet was too confused. Yes, Puddlefoot said in a reassuring tone. Melody Step is my granddaughter. She has grown to be quite a nice medicine cat. Am I not correct? He smiled, and that eased Pippet Kit a little. Well, she helped Goose Kit and Duck Kit when they sleepwalked straight into the Bramble Tunnel. They didn't even have scars after she treated them. He beamed at the thought of his siblings. Ah, uh, yet. Yeah. Puddlefoot stopped mid-sentence as he looked at the moon. It was sinking downward into the sky. I must leave. Right after he spoke the last word, Puddlefoot began to dissipate away, leaving only Pippet Kit in the field. He he's gone, Pippet thought with a pang Pippet Kit thought with a pang of sorrow. He'd had so much fun talking to him that he forgot Puddlefoot was a Star Clan cat. Then he realized he needed to get back to camp. I mustn't dawdle anymore, Pippet Kit muttered under his breath, rushing to the stream and desperately paddling across. Once he was on the Briar Clan side of the stream, he saw Goose Kit's blind gaze staring at him. Gah! Pippet Kit meowed. Goose Kit, you mustn't scare me like that. I wasn't trying to scare you, Goose Kit whispered sympathetically, wrapping, around, wrapping his tail around Pippet Kit. But I knew, I know where you were. I don't exactly know, but I know you were somewhere. No no one, not even I, have heard of. Stop, just stop. Pippet Kit shut his eyes tight and shook Goose Kit's tail off his shoulders. You don't need to be involved in my secrets. What are you doing outside of the nursery and so close to the outskirts of camp? One of the apprentices, Mosspaw, came up from behind a corner. I wasn't spying, but I know that kids aren't supposed to be outside of camp. I... Pippet Kit was ready for his confession. He had a nightmare and wanted to talk about it, Goose Kit blurted quickly. All right, Mosskit flicked her tail dismissively. As long as you aren't breaking the code, it's none of my business. It could be soon, Pippet Kit thought worriedly. The next morning, Pippet Kit awoke groggily to his sisters complaining the next morning. 
I'm so bored, Duckkit complained. She wriggled off the rock she was sunbathing on. It's not so bad, Pipitkit mewed, trying to ignore his sister's complaining. After all, it's quite a beautiful day. I'm still bored, Duckkit groaned, rolling over on her side. Me too, Wispy Kit joined in the conversation. You three better stop your meaningless complaining, Ivy, Ivy Whisker came out from inside the nursery. If you're that bored, you can play with the elders or go see your father. Maybe even include Lunar Kit in that. She's boring, Duck Kit emphasized and stretched out the word boring as if it was a stringy piece of mouse. Lunar Kit thinks she's really important just because she's the leader's daughter, and she only eats thrushes and thinks Starclan, of all things, controls every single thing that happens to us. I don't think she's that boring. She's sort of nice to us and always saves a piece of thrush for her kin, Pippikit thought brightly. But Duckkit always thinks she's older and more sophisticated than the rest of us, so I can see why she thinks that. Eh, I guess so, Goosekit finally spoke up. After all, we do look like a bunch of dead voles laying here. Come on, let's go see if Bramblepot will give us a badger ride. We look like dead voles, Wispykit sprang up from the ground. What if Springpaw sees me? She gave her chest for a couple of embarrassed licks. You and Springpaw, Pippitkit playfully batted at her ear. When will you ever stop obsessing over him? He giggled as Wispy Kit tried to knock him over, but landed on the ground. It's not like you'll ever become mates that soon, though. He's still an apprentice, and you're not even one yet. Wispy Kit let out a harumph of frustration and went back to grooming herself. She ignored the rest of them. Well, why don't we go see Thrushflight, Goose Kit suggested. Suggested. I mean, sure, Pipitkit agreed unsurely. He hadn't seen his father in a long while, because he was usually busy with something. Patrols, hunting, heron song. Thrushflight never took much time to see his kits, and never really had taken an interest in Pipitkit. He wouldn't even bat, bat a moss ball for him to run after. Duckkit's voice interrupted his train of thought. Thrushflight never wants to see us. We're just some annoying furballs in the nursery that can't catch a mouse yet. Let's see if the elders have stories to tell. Sunstripe never finished telling me and Pippitkit about when she was an apprentice and she fought off a badger. I'm going to the elders in with Duckkit, Wispykit chimed in and started padding after her sister. Pippitkit, you should come. But there was no other question. They were already zooming across the clearing without their brother. I'll visit Thrushflight, Goosekit shrugged. After all, he wasn't on the dawn patrol this morning. Maybe he'll even share half a mouse tail with me. He darted over to the warrior's den. Thrushflight did seem to favor him the most. That leaves me, he thought depressedly, his tail drooping. I'll stay here. Pippet Kit walked back to his nest and pretended to sleep. Soft mews could be heard from anywhere in the den, but that didn't bother him at all. Something started to prod him. Pippet Kit opened one of his eyes and saw Ivy Whisker again. Where are the rest of your siblings? She crouched down and gave him a gentle lick. They went somewhere without me. Pippitkit closed his eyes again. I'm tired, I guess. Well, apparently you're not tired enough to talk to me, Ivy Whisker chuckled a little. Go find something to do. Visit Thrushflight. Go talk to the elders. Greet Flash Star by saying hello. There's plenty to do here, and I'm sure you'll find something eventually. I'll stay here, thank you very much, Pippitkit thought inwardly, but said to his mother, All right, I'll see if Thrushflight is here. That was a lie. He was going to find that field again with the wispy willows and the sunflowers here and there. It was the only place he felt like himself in. I'll also bring back a mouse for you to eat later. That was also yet another lie. Pippikit began to skulk through the bushes and hid in the shadows of the trees until he found the river.
Well, that's all I have for this episode of Scales and Tales. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find, follow, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also email me at scalesandtalespodcast at gmail.com to share with me OCs, fanfics, give me some feedback about any Wings of Fire or Warriors-related stuff, or just to talk to me. I really hope that you enjoyed my fanfiction so far, and feel free to tell me if you guys want me to keep reading this. Hope you guys had a happy new year, and I'll see you guys next episode. Signing off, this is your host, Jennifer Hart.